Rolling Stone magazine is at it again, uh, putting out one of their lists. I think that one of the last times we did this was the 100 greatest songs of all time that got everyone fired up. This time, it is the 100 greatest TV shows of all time. And if you want to check it out, just go to Rolling Stone's website. I'm not going to go through the... 100 even the top 50 i barely will probably get to the top 20 but we do want to do the top 10 this afternoon and i've been asking you throughout the show what is your number one what is your number one dave says bonanza and the original magnum pi i loved magnum pi James says, I've been watching Coronation Street since the early 70s. It's boring. It's a real feel, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Leon Laclabish says, Friends is uh, the one that he has on the list. Is it on the top 10? Let's find out. We'll chew on it a little bit with uh, Kurt Schmeichel, who is a film critic and founder of Three Angry Nerds. Um, <laughs> It's a site that uh, discusses pop and nerd culture news that matters. Kurt, welcome back to the show. Uh, Jalen, thanks for having me. All right. What do you think about these top 100 lists, by the way? Is this, you know, is it, um, is it a good thing or is it just getting us to talk and, and chew on it? Like what we're doing, getting attention. Yeah, it's actually fairly interesting because I actually tell people, like, if you say a show is your favorite, people can't get offended. But when you say it's the best show, <laughs> people start getting a little more offended and take uh, umbrage. Uh, it's always interesting. I mean, it, there's always going to be selections that some people agree with and disagree with. I took a look at that list myself, and I even searched some of my favorites. Yeah. Some of them came up. Some of them didn't come up. So it's it's bound to cause discussion either way. All right, Kurt. So in uh, number 10 is this tune, or not this tune, this show. Here's the theme song. Take a listen. Going back to the early 70s, 1970, as a matter of fact, through 1977, the Mary Tyler Moore show, and I barely remember this one, Kurt, but I know that it had an impact kind of on TV culture and certainly Mary Tyler Moore redefining herself and going on to run production companies. But you take a look at the cast of the Mary Tyler Moore show. It was pretty epic. Yeah, it was. And it was actually, she was quite a trailblazer for women in comedy, especially at that time. So I think, if anything, she laid the groundwork that now we see, you know, a lot of the results from that. We see a lot of women in comedy doing great things. But I think when you trace it back to it, uh, Mary Tyler Moore, she did so much at the time there. All right. In ninth spot, and the theme rotates, so I didn't grab one, and I just wanted to talk about it. I've never heard of this show before. <laughs> never seen it. It's called Atlanta. Uh, Danny, uh, Donald Glover is in it. What, what, what can you tell us about it? Uh, this is actually one of my favorite shows. So I saw it on the list, and I'm like, this is great. Really? Uh, yeah, Donald Glover was on Community for a number of years, and he quit, and he decided to do the show Atlanta. And it's about a music manager who finds that his cousin has become kind of like a local celebrity in the rap scene and uh, decides to start managing his career, although you'll find that maybe two, three episodes in, you find out it doesn't really have much to do with the Atlanta music scene. It kind of is a show that... 
uses race in America to kind of analyze various issues and tell different stories. Uh, I think in like the third season, there was this hypothetical storyline of uh, uh, African Americans getting reparations for things that happened, uh, you know, back in the, the times of slavery there. So they tell really interesting stories. And what I find is great about that show is it really is daring and challenging and the kind of stories that they tell. All right. In eighth spot this afternoon, everybody will know this. Sometimes you want Cheers, 1980 through uh, 1982 through 1993. Um, you know, really classic for the, you know, building up a bit of the sexual tension when you take a look at it. You know, between what was it, Diane and and Sam Malone, and of course we then we ended up having Frasier and Lilith and and the whole gang, and of course Norm. Um, it's in it's an eighth spot. Does it deserve to be in the top ten? I think so, although I think in my personal view, I would say Frasier is above uh, Cheers, in my opinion, uh, although both shows definitely would recommend people watch. I've actually rewatched Frasier uh, this year, and I've actually just started rewatching Cheers, and it still holds up. It's still funny, and both shows are, are well worth a watch. Um, in seventh spot uh, this afternoon, a show that ran between 2007 and 2015, and again, this is the top 10 of Rolling Stone magazine list of the 100 greatest TV shows of all time. I've already mentioned Mary Tyler Moore show in 10. Nine was Atlanta. Eight, Cheers. And in seventh spot, Mad Men. Oh, yeah, that show that took us back in time. Mad Men. Uh, Kurt, I have to tell you, I have been... I have thought about watching this show. I know a lot of people love this show. I've never seen an episode of it. Oh, it's, uh, I'm going to say it's probably my favorite show of all time. Really? Uh, yeah, it, it's a show that is just so pinpoint expertly written. Uh, all the characters, all the storylines, everything has intent and purpose and all melds together into this perfect stew. Uh, I... I, it's one of the few shows where I can't think of any bad storylines or bad characters. It all kind of works towards telling a great story. Now, even if you don't like uh, the um, the show that's in sixth spot, you definitely know what it is. <laughs> Seinfeld, uh, you know, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, George Costanza, the whole group of them all. It was a ton of fun. Sometimes it got, I thought, a little uh, redundant, a little overbearing. But boy, oh boy, this is another one that had a had a big impact on, on, on TV and what people expected from their shows. 100%, yeah. And the finale of that show was one of the most watched uh, finales of any show, and I recall at the time Times Square was airing it just in the middle of Times Square there it was that big of a show at the time yeah it was uh yeah and you know what I think I uh, Seinfeld and Friends kind of you know that around the same era and I think you either were a Friends fan or a Seinfeld fan and I've kind of watched a bit of them both I loved the show that is in fifth spot it won all sorts of awards the challenge being that there was only a couple of seasons it's called fleabag 
The only thing harder than having to tell your super high-powered, perfect, anorexic, rich super sister that you've run out of money is having to ask her to bail you out. I'm just going to ask her. I'm just going to come. Do you need to borrow money? No. Kurt, I love this show. I just wish there was more, but I think they left on that high note. Uh, I mean, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's uh, character, spectacular. And again, it it cleaned up in the comedy awards at a lot of the, sh- at the award shows. Yeah, it did, yeah. It's a fantastic show, and it's one that, uh, yeah, sometimes with shows, we want a show to go on for eight or ten seasons, mm-hmm. but... Sometimes just going on for two seasons, telling a concise story, walking out on your own terms is uh, better than the alternative. In fourth spot, uh, Kurt, is a show, another show that I hadn't heard of. Again, this is the top 10 list from Rolling Stone uh, magazine, but it's called The Wire. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, The Wire is fantastic. It's a story that uh, very much like Mad Men, I would say, it's very much expertly curated and written, and you can just tell the show you know, kind of from start to finish is full of purpose. I would kind of say like Fleabag too, where they just knew the kind of stories that they wanted to tell. And The Wire was a bit of a trailblazer at the time because there wasn't stories like it. Mm. Uh, And then, of course, as time goes on, now you've got other shows that have sort of emulated what The Wire has done. But I think when you look back at the history of television, at least in like the last 20 years or so, uh, The Wire was very instrumental at at least kind of launching that kind of era of TV that we're in now.